hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. Hi, this is Adam. This is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, such a pleasant little little bong from these glasses. What what is this beautiful pink concoction you have? Uh, I don't know what it's called. Mm. It should have a better name. Pink concoction. <laughs> pink concoction. Uh it is Aperol. That's where I started. Okay. I was like, we have Aperol, but I don't have any Prosecco, so I can't make an Aperol spritz, which is like the whole, mm, the whole point of having vibe Aperol. of Aperol. And I was like, okay, what can I make with Aperol? Mm-hmm. That's like summery still. Like, you know, not, mm-hmm. not too heavy. Because Aperol is like Campari's chiller cousin. Like... Okay, sure. Anything you can do with Campari, you can do with Aperol. And make it a little And zestier. it's just, it's more new, like, just, it's less. It's okay. a little less biting. It's a little more... Campari s- can be a little astringent. It's a little smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, so. It's the general vibe. Uh, but I googled, like, and they're like, oh, it's really good with gin. And I was like, great, gin. Let's start there. And there was... Four peel. Okay. There was an Epicurious recipe, which I did not put my email in, mm-hmm. but I saw a flash of, and it was Aperol, gin, uh, elderflower. And I was like, that sounds delicious. So then I Googled Aperol, gin, elderflower, and I found this drink. There we are. Which has no name and was given in milliliters, <laughs> but it's fine. It's like... Super sketchy, or possibly European. Mm-hmm. So it's just—it's probably German, where they're just like, "Why would you call a drink a weird name?" It is the Aperol, right? It's elderflower a- Aperol drink. drink, yeah, a cocktail. It's all one word, and that is also the recipe. <laughs> like, yes, the name is the recipe. Yeah, it's very efficient. That's how you order drinks. In and Germany. this and this recipe was one part of everything. There you go. It sounds more and more German the farther mm-hmm. you're going down this road. I I think. And come on to something. Yeah, one part of everything, half a part of sugar. Okay, there you go. That's it. It's good. That's Would drink good. again. Would drink again. So, how's your week going? Oh boy. Um, okay. like in my personal life, my week is fine. But like, as a person living in the world, it's a week. It has been rough. It's been rough. <laughs> I mean. Gosh, I'm glad my kids aren't in school this week. That's just like at least one major bonus of like not that extra anxiety. Yes, yes. But you know, it is. It is hard. It's, it's really hard. Rough yeah. To be watching this. Yeah, it's again. a hard. It's a hard time to be an American. Yes, it is. <sighs> and on that note, please, parent respond. <laughs> Um, but no, yeah, it's, it's been okay, personally. But yeah, personally. Like, we've been to King's Island a couple of times. Yeah, that's kind of been my thing, mm-hmm. where I kind of planned, okay, every, 
Like once Three week, days. Yeah, once week we'll go to the hard park. Once week we'll do a uh, water park. Assuming it doesn't rain or isn't super cold or whatever. Yeah, so. Um, but that's the plan because if we get it on the calendar. It'll happen. It'll happen. And it might not happen a couple of days, but like. More likely than not. Yeah. So that's like kind of my thing because I don't have to cook. I'd be like, here, eat this like fries with random crap on top of it. My kids are way better behaved out there. Yes. And they are locked in here. Yes. They're, so. they're better outside. All the outside. Although we're doing okay. Yeah. I mean, it's been a week. It's been a week. So. And. I mean, I don't I don't mean that in that, like, the week has been bad. I just mean, like, it, it it's been has seven only days. been one week of summer. <laughs> seven so. days ago was the first day our kids did not have right. school. Right. So, like, that's that's all I mean. It's just, you know. It's been a week. It's early days yet. Yeah. We're still, we're still on it. And, uh, like, Monday was Memorial Day, so we mm-hmm. didn't really. Um, it was a little different vibe. Yeah. Well, I don't have to worry. I'm with them. We can Mm -hmm. entertain them. We can have fun. We can be part of the the festivities, I guess. Mm -hmm. But no, it's been fun. Work is crazy. Yeah. They're trying to cram five days into four. Like, that's what these days do. This stupid short week. Like, I'm here for the day off. But I'm not here for the, like, oh, crap. Like, (laughs) I have so much to do. (laughs) Yeah, I had a customer that called me on Tuesday and was like, yeah, so something kind of weird happened over the weekend. And I was like, okay. But I didn't want to deal with it because, you know, weekend. I was like, I totally respect that idea. You're like, like, same. So we started investigating it Tuesday. And then by, like, Wednesday, it was like, this is a bigger thing than we thought. But I have no idea what's going on. And we're, like, overturning logs and turning up details and debugging and, like, running stuff by hand that's supposed to be part of the process. We're like, this is making absolutely no freaking sense and then today it was like yeah if we don't get this resolved by like tomorrow it's gonna be a thing so like we're diving into it and i think i figured it out i think it's like an antivirus program that's eaten our lunch stupid antivirus yeah well it's on linux which like usually we don't run into those there Mm -hmm. because it's not very common to be running antivirus on linux but it's getting more common because it's getting more common to have viruses for linux yeah so makes sense. So putting everything together, I think I figured it out mm-hmm. with but some now, help. Now you gotta go in and be like, okay, how do we fix fix this, man? Yeah, I think we may have. So I gotta follow up with her tomorrow morning, see if she's okay. And if mm-hmm. she is, then I'm the big hero. Good job, good uh, job, if man. If not, then I am still in the doghouse very badly. <laughs> so I don't know which way that's gonna roll. We'll see. We'll see. We will indeed. So that's been that's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise I'm like doing like four different installs and project managing and like, oh gosh. So much jobby job. So much of my job is actually being my job this week. And I was talking to the team on Wednesday when I, I I'm working from home all but Wednesday. I mm-hmm. go to the office on Wednesdays now. Uh, maybe occasional Fridays. We'll see. Yeah. But I was there on Wednesday and I was just like, I don't think anybody is under the impression I'm not working when I'm working from home. And they're like, oh gosh, no. Like we wish you would work less. Like. Yes. Can you can you email me less things? To can you do? can you knock it down a couple layers and just mm-hmm. make it feel like the rest of us are having a chance to do our shit? Just like, like be chill a little bit. Just like calm down. I'm like okay, noted. Mm-hmm. Also no, but anyway, you'll do what you want. I'm not gonna do what I want. So anyway, your week going okay ish? Yeah, yeah. Similar where I have like not too much to do in a week, but like. Personally, I forget. Like, I'm like, oh, crap, I have to do that today? Because mm-hmm. 
it's Thursday. I have two more days. Like, oh, yeah. no, it's Thursday. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, it's Thursday? And you're like, shoot. No. Yeah, so, like, it's not uh, unrealistic expectations outwardly. It's unrealistic in expectations inwardly. <laughs> yeah. I kind of plan, like, oh, I, c- I can do that this day. And you're like, no, mm-hmm. I can't. Yep. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, yeah, we get paid. Yeah. That's the important thing. At the Absolutely. end of the day, does the paycheck clear? Absolutely. I am here. I am here for my paycheck and your health insurance. Mm-hmm. And my paycheck. And I your paycheck. Not, both both those things. That's all that's all I need for my job. That's why that's what's what we're here. You know, people some pe- people out there, someone someone's working for the passion and the drive and the, the self fulfillment and the self actualization. Good for them They've and their all rich the parents. Up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get I, those. That's great. Good job. So, but yeah, I'm here lower down on the hierarchy of needs at like food, shelter, food. Yes, just food. All the foods. Yeah, that's, and shelter. Yeah, and healthcare. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that's supposed healthcare. to be on the high, Maslow, but um, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty up there yeah, or I down know. there. Yeah, but depending, it's the base of the triangle. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, so we'll see what happens this week. Hopefully, it'll all just be fine, and yeah. we'll be fine, and everybody will be fine, and that's, that's the plan. That's the plan. We did watch a movie today, oh or boy, this week. Did we? Uh huh. We watched Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yes, the movie. So I have to also call back the fact I also watched the new Top Gun this week. You did also watch the so new like Top Gun. I watched, so much eighties and early nineties nostalgia yeah, for you. Like I watched these consecutively, basically, mm-hmm. and I'm basic. I I have nothing but good things to say about both experiences. <laughs> so spoilers, they're both great. They're both great. They both understand the assignment. Okay. Okay. They knew what kind of movie they were. They went for it, and and they got it. Mm-hmm. Um, neither are going to win an Oscar. Neither. Mm-hmm. Neither are going to be promoted to the high pantheon of great movies. Right. They won't be like accolades upon accolades. No, no. But they were both fun. Uh huh. This was a fun movie. And movies can be fun. It's, it's allowed. allowed. It's allowed. Your entertainment can be enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all I can do for you. And that's fine. Yep. And so uh, this movie starts in 1982. 1982. Uh, when Dale starts his first day at a new school. And this right, school is bonkers. Right, he's in like bonkers. third grade, fourth grade. Somewhere something like there. that. He, the school's bonkers because it's a mixed reality. It's a very Toontown Roger Rabbit kind yes. of situation. Yes, there are human children and cartoon children. The cartoon children are also of all different uh, species. Yeah. Like some are like, you know, there's like a cow and a pig, but also like a cartoon human. Like it's mm-hmm. wild. Yeah. And they all kind of, I mean, don't but it's, care. But it's an integrated school. Sure. And everybody's Oh my there gosh, together. is this movie secretly about racism? <gasps> Maybe a little. Yeah. But uh anyway, um and he's doing the first over, he's like, What's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear Chip and Dale? This guy who made all this great furniture back in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, this dresser. The uh 
these guys, and it's like the Chippendale, you know, bow tie, shirtless, strippers, yes. dancers, mm-hmm. whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Um, and then they're like, nope, if it's us, this is where it all begins. Right. It's like, we're, we're in the top five. Mm-hmm. And so... Dale comes to school. He's kind of nervous, but he's also like a class clown. Mm-hmm. So he tries to do a prank where he like pretends he stabbed himself in the eye with a pencil. Right, right. Because it just got like quiet and awkward. And he's like, ah, I need something. And so the pencil is the first thing he had. You pretend he grosses out the class and everybody's mm-hmm. like, you're gross. I don't so want to be weird. Why would you do that? And someone is like crying. Like, mm-hmm. he's like, no, 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 I'm okay. And she's like, why would you do that? And so everybody, he's like immediately... So he's immediately shunned. Shunned, yeah. Except that Chip comes and sits with him at the little table at lunch. Yes. And Chip, who has also a um, a Knight Rider lunchbox mm-hmm. that he opens up, you can see it. But it's like chipmunk size, so I guess this universe, they make... Not only do they make a variety of lunchboxes, they make them in a variety of sizes, from like postage stamp to possibly like suitcase for Maybe like the pachyderms. everything is special order. Where, like... Gosh, that's gonna be expensive. Yeah. Uh, but you, you know, like... It's 82. You couldn't, like, 3D print this stuff. Like, you have to make it. No. I don't know. I don't know who gets to decide how many chipmunk-sized Knight Rider lunchboxes get made. Mm -hmm. Versus human-sized Knight Rider lunchboxes. Versus, like, cartoon pachyderm uh, lunchboxes. Like... I don't know. Wild. It's gotta be, there's gotta be, like, a whole... Uh, that's a logistical nightmare. It is. It totally is. Are there, like, entire shops for chipmunks, slash, like, maybe, like, dog size, human size? Well, perhaps. Perhaps. Because There later, are apartments. We'll yeah, find out. That there are apartments. And houses and, like, all kinds of other stuff, so... Mm-hmm. There might be, like, multiple parallel kind of market universe situations. Yes. Like when you have like the gap and the baby gap right next door to each other, or like mm-hmm. Pottery Barn and Pottery Barn Kids and Pottery right, like, Barn Teen, like that, but with rodents. Pottery like, Barn Millennial. Yeah, Pottery Pottery Barn, and then like Pottery Barn Rodent. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Let's go sure. with that. But anyway, um, Chip and Dale become fast friends, and so Chip is kind of the brains of the operation, and Dale is the mm-hmm. the fall guy and the funny guy that will take the the hit. Yes. And they kind of. It, it's a Penn and Teller relationship. That's how they kind of right. They reminds me of. Uh, they start doing like stand up and mm-hmm. uh, talent shows, and juggling. And, you right. know, like they're kind of. Um, they start like a real act. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about it. Mm-hmm. And so they end up headlining their talent show, and then like graduating and going off to like do some, like, small parts. Like, they have a commercial. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a walk-on in um, Full House. Full House! Like, it's a, to- it's a totally a scene I've seen from Full House, like, a million times. Yeah, it's like a... Well, it's like... It's when Jesse's band's playing in the living room. Which only happens a hundred times in sure. uh, that thing. But, yeah, one and, of those times. And there's, like, a bunch of extras just randomly in the living room dancing, and mm-hmm. on one of the chairs, they... And Chip and Dale they, is, are there. Yeah, they inserted Chip and Dale. And they're like, after that, we, we thought for sure we would break big, but nothing happened. And they're like, we got... We can't let fame come to us. We gotta go to fame! So they end up, like... So they end up moving to, uh, Hollywood. Well, no, they're in Hollywood for that. And oh. that, that's what ends up launching them into their own show. Okay, so they move. They move yeah, from they their move small town to, to Hollywood. Hollywood. That's where they get the commercial. That's where they okay. get you missed Full that House. Part. 
Yeah, I guess I did. Um, but then they get their own show, which is mm-hmm. Rescue Rangers. And what is your experience? What is my experience with Rescue Rangers? Uh, similar to other things, I was too old for it when it came out. And so it was like, yeah, I'm in the periphery. I did have some younger siblings who, like, participated in the Disney afternoon. But by the time Disney afternoon uh, rolled around, I was, like, too old for it. Mm. I probably wasn't legitimately too old for it. But I was, like, it was uncool. I totally watched it, unironically, through all of high school. (laughs) Well, in high school, I started to watch, like, all kinds of random stuff unironically because i was like honestly this is great but this was like i don't know fourth grade fifth grade sixth grade like Mm -hmm. is a real awkward like i'm not a baby anymore like time yeah i guess but i I always appreciated the disney afternoon racket Mm -hmm. um where they would like film different episodes like they would have a certain number of episodes and so like rescue rangers has about 100 episodes Mm mm-hmm so that I was gonna guess ninety. Yes, well, it's a hundred episodes is kind of the magic number because mm-hmm. that's about you know, say twenty weeks. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, you figure in some holidays and some specials and some other stuff and getting preempted by the president at least once. You can get like a six month run, right? Of the Rescue Rangers in this time slot, right? Where it's every every weekday at four o'clock, right? And then after six months, you swap in gummy bears mm-hmm. or duck, Darkwing Duck or Gargoyles or you know some of those other shows, so that you know the the lineup stays a little fresh. You can you know you can tell the whole story mm-hmm. as it is, right? But you can also then you know they're kind of modular at that point, right? Right, you can plug and chug. Mm-hmm. And you and you could also break them up where it's like, oh, the gummy bears are still going, but like this is swapping out, you know, like mm-hmm. where like every quarter you have a new lineup. Yeah, more or less, you know. So and like Ducktales would be always kind of your anchor leg, and then because mm-hmm. there's like four hundred. There's so many episodes of Ducktales. <laughs> but you could you could do whatever you wanted within that that Disney afternoon time, mm-hmm. and so Rescue Rangers became one of the big ones. And I remember watching it quite a bit, and it was enjoyable. Honestly, best theme song. Mm-hmm. Although the Gummy Bears theme song. No. It gets stuck. I disagree. It gets stuck. I disagree. Chippendale, Rask Rangers theme song is the best. Okay, I would agree. <laughs> the Gargoyles theme song was just moody. I don't remember the Gargoyles theme song. I don't think I ever watched Gargoyles. I'm going to give you the better theme song, though. Mm-hmm. DuckTales. Woo-woo. Yeah, I mean... DuckTales is, is up there. Woo-hoo there, but... It's up there. <laughs> yeah, it's up there, but this is a this is a quality one. Mm-hmm. It, it tells you the plot, gives you the whole lay of the land, gets it set up. I mean, yes. And then, you know, tells you the name of the show several 20 times. 20 times. Yeah, that way you remember. Mm-hmm. And there we are. Does what it needs to do. But uh, we pick up after season three, which is the ultimate final season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a rap party for season three, and everybody's like, Great there. Job, everybody. My favorite, they're having a party, right? So they have a DJ, and the DJ is, it's the dog from that one Paul Abdul movie. Oh, yeah, Cat. Or, or music video. Cat. cat. Yeah, it's yeah, a cat. Yeah, I remember, the, I was like, oh, it's the cat, and Paul Abdul, what? And Wild. literally, Paul Abdul is in this, and you're mm-hmm. like, really? As herself. As herself, Paul Abdul, With as herself. Cat. 
I did see that in like the credits. I was looking through, I was like, Paula Abdul as herself? Okay, I'm intrigued. <laughs> and you're like, yes, please. But, and they're like, we're at the top of the world. We're doing the Roger Rabbit with Roger Rabbit. I'm like, wow, there's some synergy. Right, right. Yeah. And you're like, Good I'm job. never going to die. And you're like, it's not how any of this works, but okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, if this was, you know, your typical early 90s, Mm-hmm. rap party there'd have been a lot of cocaine so the i'm never gonna die philosophy may have also applied there <laughs> yes but this yes. is a kid's film so we a kid's and film. also cartoons and i don't know how cartoons do with coke so yeah yeah i mean uh, who from roger rabbit i thought had some pretty like significant drug content yeah there was some well it's like metaphorical drug content metaphorical drugs yes because they're metaphorical people so mm-hmm. there you go um but after the party, Dale kind of like sneaks off, and Chip and goes to Chip goes to find him, and he's like, "What's up, dude?" He's like, "I don't like being the butt of the jokes. I don't like being the guy that gets hit in the head and sees the birds every episode. I don't like being the, mm-hmm. you know, kind of buck tooth goof off. I want to like do my own thing. And in fact, I, I I got my own show. It's Double O Dale. I'm gonna be like a secret agent, and it's gonna be awesome. And I'm and really I'm, excited about it. And first off, I don't watch the fuck out of that show." Yeah, is this a real show? Did no. you do any? Did you do any googling? I did not, but okay. I don't believe it's a real show. But mm-hmm. um, just Dale, not Chip. Just yeah. Dale being like a smooth ass, <laughs> like James Bond. James Bond. So Chip is a little hurt by this that mm-hmm. Dale went behind his back and did all this negotiation and like was doing all this stuff. He's like, wait, you could have told me, like, I would have been helping you. I would have been good for you. We could have figured out a way to take a break and like. Right. Or like kind of tweak your character. And he's like, nah, man, like I've tried before. Nobody ever listens, you know, like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta be me. I gotta go out on my own. Mm -hmm. And he's like, aren't you worried that, uh, they, they would cancel, uh, Chip and Dale rescue Rangers for this other show. And he's like, no man, they love us. Our stock's only going up, you know? And so he takes a call from his agent about this, even though Chip's like, please don't do this. Like, we need to talk. Let's talk, let's talk about this before you take this call. You know, like. He's like, nope, gotta take the call. Takes the call. And then in voiceover, we find out Double O Dale was canceled after the pilot. Mm-hmm. Rescue Rangers was canceled because their star was doing something else before that. So suddenly they're completely out of a job. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to bring it back in 3D. And it's Dale. Mm-hmm. Voicing over still. But he's in a con. Yeah, he's in like a Comic Con kind of place. Yep. And he's he's with Baloo. He's mm-hmm. with um, the ugly Sonic. Ugly Sonic. And... Uh, Tigra. Yeah, I don't know who Tigra is. She's a Marvel character. Okay. So there's some synergy there. I was really impressed they got Ugly Sonic. Ugly Sonic. So, are you familiar with the Ugly Sonic saga? I mean, I know that uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, they -hmm. like leaked pictures about what Sonic was both like. The internet freaked the fuck out. Published a full trailer. Oh, they published a full trailer. Okay. They published a trailer uh, with what Sonic's gonna look like. The internet freaked the fuck out about his human teeth. Oh, it, and other things. Like his proportions were all wrong. Everything, everything was wrong about him. And it actually made them, like, not scrap the movie, but, like, significantly reprocess the movie and change Sonic 
so that he was better. And everyone's like, see, this is a great movie now. And I was like... It was still better than it had any right to be. Ah, I mean, of the James Marsden hangs out with a CG sidekick. Hangs out with a CG sidekick uh, of an animal thing. And has like a very understanding family. And also probably is in law enforcement. In all, is he in law enforcement? Uh, not He is in this one, but he's not in um, <laughs> the Easter Bunny one. In the Easter Bunny one. He was just a, mm-hmm. a schlub. Okay. But anyway, um, this is, but he, yeah, they redid the whole thing. They also apparently did some of the plot points. and oh, they made the plot up. better? There's a whole conspiracy theory that the trailer, like the really bad trailer. Was fake. Was fake to drum up outrage because because mm-hmm. outrage is better than yeah like like just love. Tra- giving the people what they wanted early on would have just been like yeah okay cool fine mm-hmm. but giving them what they hated got everybody worked up and then you got to be the big damn hero mm-hmm. like we fixed it we listened to you yeah and also like there's no such thing as bad publicity mm-hmm Right? As long as people are talking about your movie. Right. It's great. People are talking about your movie. Even if they hate watch it, you will you will take their money. Right. And so there's a whole conspiracy there. But anyway, he's he's there and talking a big game about how awesome he is and how he like saved the movie and now he's gonna be like in a FBI CSI. Right. They called thing. him to be in like a reality show where he mm-hmm. like, you know, Catches killers or whatever. I don't know what this <laughs> whole like thing is. America's Most Wanted, but with Sonic. I feel like more like cops. Dog, dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog the Bounty Sonic. Hunter cops combo with America's Most Wanted with, with Sonic. With, with Ugly Ugly Sonic. Sonic. I would would not watch. Would not. Would not. But you know, Chip or Dale's there, kind of hanging out with everybody, just in the back row of this convention. Mm-hmm. And then we skip to Chip, who is an insurance salesman. Yes. And trying to, you know, get people to buy policies. He sells a policy. Yay, good. Right. And he's like, you never know what could happen. You could be betrayed by your best friend. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you, there's definitely still overtones that, like, Chip is not at all over this. <laughs> no. Uh, and at the end, they're like, hey, good job, Chip. How about you come out with some, you know, f- with us after work? And he's like, yeah, now I got to get home to Millie. He's like, oh, that Millie's a lucky girl. He's like, she knows it. And so he walks home into the, like, rodent part of town where the houses are really tiny. Mm-hmm. And it turns out Millie is a dog. Millie is a dog. A, like... Actual-sized dog. An actual-sized dog. Some kind of, like, spangle, like... Yeah. What are they called? Not spangles. No. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The dogs with the long, long, curly, haired, haired ears. Yeah, ears. yeah. yeah. Spaniel. Spaniel. That's her Spaniel. Yeah, she's some sort of Spaniel, but she's cute. Yeah, she's very cute. But she's like living in this tiny rodent house. It's like... It's like a doghouse. Yes. It's like a doghouse, but with like furniture, like a couch and a TV uh, that is Chippendale sized. That house would be fucking destroyed every day. A hundred percent. She'd be chewing on a sofa. That's a real good dog. But, um, and he kind of, you know, feeds her and... Pets on her and loves on her. And then he notices he's got a voicemail from Monterey Jack on his landline. He's like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's no good. Monterey Jack hasn't called me in like 10 years. So Monty's having some issues Mm -hmm. and needs help. Can you please come to my place? Right. Please come to my my place as soon as you can. 
I could really use your help. And so Chip, who's a good job guy, is like, all right, I'm going to go help Monterey Jack. Mm-hmm. For old time's sake. And Monty immediately opens the door at his house. And he lives in like a high-rise apartment complex. And this is where we find out, like, there are com- apartment complex built on rodent scale. Yes. Like, pe- like rodents don't just, like, live between In the cracks of human society. No, they have their own, quote-unquote, high-rise. It's, like, 12 stories tall, mm-hmm. which is, like, 12 feet. Not even. It's, like... Yeah. Like, 8 feet, maybe. Maybe. And so, Chip comes in, and Monty, like, yanks him, and he's like, they're watching. And he's like, what What? What the hell's going on, Monty? So, turns out Monty has a cheese problem. Yes. Which, he if has... you watch the ritual, he would, like, smell cheese, and, like, his mustache would do that puffy ball thing. And then, right, like... and then he'd float. Yeah. He's like, oh, God, I love the float. <laughs> yeah. He'd float over the cheese stank. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's so good, man. I gotta get my next hit. So, the problem is, I owe money to the Valley Gang. He's like, oh, fuck. He's yeah, like, yeah. They're, de- they're deep in the cheese. Mm-hmm. And if they don't pay, if I don't pay up, they're going to bootleg me. And they're like, okay. And Chip's like, what? What is that? He's like, all right. So we had seen, when Chip walked in his house, we saw a TV report of Flounder mm-hmm. from the Little Mermaid being missing. Right. This mar- marks the, like, seventh classic cartoon mar- character who has gone missing this month. Well, I was like, oh, there's the plot. Yes. Like, just passing by <laughs> in the background. Um, but what it is is they kidnap... They erase their mouth mm-hmm. so they can't speak. And then they like alter their faces or bodies to be just a little different enough. Right. That they uh, sneak by copyright and then they make them produce terrible movies. Knockoff movies. Of terrible knockoff stuff. movies for the end of time. And that's called bootlegging. And if Monty doesn't pay up, they're going to bootleg him. And he's like, Okay, well, like, we just need to figure this out, Monty. Like, it's fine. Did you did you talk to Gadget and Chipper? Gadget is the the girl mouse. Right, who always made all the gadgets. And Chipper is the fly. Zipper. Zipper. Zipper is the fly. Sorry. And he never spoke. Right. Uh, but at the, the season three rap party, you see uh, Zipper buzz in Gadget's ear, and she kind of, like, giggles. Uh, and is like, oh, Zipper. Yeah, definitely. That's the beginning. Uh, yeah, that's that's the, hey, there's something going on there. So it turns out they got married mm-hmm. and have 42 disturbing children. Yes. Like, again. And they're like, oh, that one has her eyes and his, like, wings. Six legs. Yeah, and his six legs and nobody's wings. Interesting. <laughs> like... <laughs> There's, like, a whole, like, yeah. Like, if you just threw all of... What is Gadget? What is Gadget? A mouse? Yeah, Gadget's a mouse. Okay. If you Zip- threw all the, the mouse and fly parts, like, into a blender, haphazardly. Like, just randomly drew just out... Just rolling dice. This is what their 42 kids this look like. This is what like. their 42 kids look like. Also, it's important to note, uh, Zipper is voiced by Dennis Haspert. Yes. The Allstate the all, guy. The all guy. With, like, a real <laughs> deep, rich voice. And right. you're like, that's... It's- Brilliant. It is. It really is. It's fantastic. I love it. Um, and so while they're kind of catching up on that, Dale knocks on the door and Monty yanks him in. And Chip and Dale just got to look at each other. Like, oh, you're here. I wouldn't have come if I would have known you would have been here. And he's like, same. yeah, well, same. Yeah, like, there's definitely a lot of not good there. And Monty's like, I didn't know which one was coming. I called you. You didn't come. I called him. He's 
I called you both. Like I, I, I panicked. I called everybody I knew. Like <laughs> this is what we had to do. Uh, and so it's super awkward. Uh, and Dale's like, by the way, you know, everybody's like clamoring for a reboot. He's like, we have a Facebook like fan page. And Monty's like, oh, they don't just give those out for anything. He's like, Ch- I mean, Chip's they just kinda like, kind of do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, Chip's like, nobody wants this. Like, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna let you guys figure it out, Monty. If you really need me, give me a call, Dale. Yeah. You were also here. You were also here. And then walks out. And he's like walking down the street and he's looking around and there's all these weird posters and signs about like franchises that have gone way wrong. Like It's like Fast and Furious 17. No, Fast and Furious Babies. Fast and Furious Babies. Uh, Batman versus E.T. Batman versus E.T. He's like, okay, that one's pretty good. Yeah. And then, like, in the background, you can see, like, a Gap ad, mm-hmm. and it's Dobby from Harry Potter, like, modeling clothes. And you're like, I mean, I see what you did there. I see that crossover, yeah. Like, funny, funny, I get it. He's like, maybe there is something here for, like... So he goes home, and he watches, like, Batman versus E.T. Yeah. And uh, E.T. is like, I forgive you. Yeah. And Batman's Batman like, like, fine. Fine. And uh, Chip is like crying. And he's like, like that would ever happen. Yeah. Also, like, I feel worth pointing out um, Jorma Tacone or Tacone. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to say it. He's the voice of Batman. Oh. So we have to have another Batman. There's another. Okay. Of him just saying fine. He says one word as Batman. I mean, he does it really well. Fine. Fine. Like, you know, does that. Uh, which is also weird because there's another Batman in this movie. Yes, Will Arnett. Yes. Will Arnett is in this movie. And it's like... Um, you would think they would just double dip. <laughs> and he'd be like, can you say fine as Batman? He's like, no, then you have to pay me as a whole other person. And then it's uni- it's also um, universe adjacent to another of one of your favorite Batmans. Darkwing Duck! I know, not in this movie, but not in wish this movie. he was. Spoilers. All right, so... Dale calls. Mm-hmm. while um, he's, like, finishing up Batman vs. E.T., and Monty's been kidnapped. The cops want to talk to two of them because they were last to see him there, mm-hmm. and Chip's just like, fuck. Should like, have never left. I should have never left with Dale. I should have handled this. Dale's such a fuck-up. Like, yes. I might have been there. Not Yeah. I'm sure the mob wouldn't have kidnapped my friend if I was there. Like, I mean, I don't... You sell insurance, sir. I don't... Something. I don't know what you thought you would do. Right. So they get to the, he gets back to the apartment and first off, Detective Putty. Yes. Uh, who you can tell is J.K. Simmons because he has J.K. Simmons' mustache. And hair. And hair. Um, which is. Also, it's the voice of J.K. Simmons. Detective Simmons, yeah. Yes. I'm not saying that man is typecast, but like. Maybe. He was, every time I'm like, is that J.K.? Yeah, yeah. That was he was perfect. Juno's dad. Yeah. But, like, he's always just been, like, <laughs> if I found out that canonically Juno was J.J. Jameson's daughter, mm-hmm. I'd have been like, nah, that tracks. That, I guess so. That seems about right. Like, and he's moonlighting as a reporter and also a detective mm-hmm. who's made out of clay. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Like, they're all kind of. Well, all of this holds up. And it sells insurance on the side. Why not? Why not? Why not? It could be the same guy. Um, and. They talk, he wants to talk to everybody. He's like, so what did you know? And 
Dale's like, hey, we're, yeah, you know, we're, of course, we, we're from the Rescue Rangers together. And the detective's like, the, the what? The what? And he's like, Res- Rescue Rangers? It was, it was a TV show? It was wildly popular. <laughs> and Chip's like, I don't know if you say wildly, but we had an audience. And he's like, okay, sure, whatever. Um, don't go out too far out of town. And, um, yeah, like, uh, you're going to talk to my assistant. She's going to get your statements. Yeah, don't touch yeah. anything. Don't fuck this up. And he's like, but also, um, Monty and, like, Chip and Dale are both like, oh, by the way, Monty says he was in debt to the Valley Gang. And they're all like, stop, like, record scratch. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, like, we haven't had any luck with them. Like, they're almost untouchable. We don't know what's going on. But, like, we can't get close to those guys. Like, we suspect there's a lot. Best you can do is just move on. And Yeah. Like, they're like, sorry about your luck. And they, like, start cleaning up the crime scene. Like, they're not even going to investigate. Yeah. And they're like, wait, so, like, you can just give up? Like, I, the, thought, I thought the cops were supposed to do stuff. And he's like, not the cops in America, bitch. I'm uh, like, ooh, that? Mm. <laughs> that hits real hard. I mean, he was like, look. I, mean, I want to put these guys away more than you do, but like, there's only so much we can. There's do. only so much I can do. They move so fast, and we're like, you know, we have all this red tape because we have to do things, you know, with the law and stuff. So, <laughs> so you know, you know, sorry about slows your luck. us down. And they're kind of sad, and all of a sudden they hear like there's a face at the window, and you go to the outside view, and it's just. Another it's a, it's a human person? detective standing on the, like... She is crouching. Like, yeah. she's not even standing, like, she's at like, her full height. Hands on knees, looking through the window. And she's like, hey, guys. And this is where we meet Ellie. Ellie. Um, Ellie uh, Stack- Steckler. I guess. And she's a huge fan of the Rescue Rangers. Like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, I'm so honored to meet you two. Like, this, right, this is, is great. this is my biggest dream. This is my biggest dream. You're the reason I became a detective. Yes. Can you imagine... Becoming a detective because of Chippendale, the Rescue Rangers. I mean, no, obviously, but like, I imagine there's something That's, out there. I, there. If you are a detective and you became a detective because of Chippendale Rescue Rangers, I want to hear everything about you. It's got to be a great story. Yes. Um, she's a huge fan, and she's like, "All right, by the way, I'm not supposed to tell you this. I didn't tell you this. If anybody asks, but the bootlegging process takes about two days." So the clock is ticking. You got 48 hours to find your friend. Okay. So like movie mechanics. Yes. We have a timeline. There's always got to be a timeline. There or has. Something. There was one movie that didn't have it. And I was like, oh shit. Like I need that. Like, but there's only four days until the dog playing basketball championship. Yep. You need something. So we have it. We have the sense of urgency. I think that comes from my own personality where I'm like, if you don't give me a deadline, I'm just like, mm. eh, fuck it. I'll get done when it did gets done yeah we'll find money when we find money yeah (laughs) but but you got 48 hours sense of urgency and so chip and dale decide together or no dale decides they should find dale is like you know what we should do we should find monty and chip's like the fuck we should he's like but we pretended to be detectives for like three years surely we could be actual detectives And he's like, that's not how that works. He's like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard, ever. He's like, nah, dude, we could do it. It would be great. It would rebuild our friendship. It would rebuild our fan base. Like, let's do it. Who would be better to do this? And Chip's like, literally anyone else? Like, so many people. And um, as they're kind of talking, Chip kind of sniffs. And he's like, 
finds this chunk of cheese that Monty had scrolled away that Chip had thrown into a dumpster. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, it's a piece of cheese. Hey, this is from such and such cheese shop. Didn't you say the Valley Gang was deep into, like, stinky cheese, like, mm-hmm. yeah. shenanigans? And Dale's like, oh, you found a clue. You're doing detective shit. Like, yes, yeah. we're in it. And Chip's like, okay, well, fine. We'll just, we'll figure something out here. Mm-hmm. Do you have, like, I've never heard of this cheese maker. Do you know where to buy this cheese? And Dale's like, oh, I know where to buy that cheese. So he's like, we're back in action. So they get in the car and they drive off. And Dale's like, I'm so excited. It's the case of the missing Monty. And they have like a title card. And Dale's like, Chip's like, just no. We're just not calling it that. We're not doing this. Also, why are we in a human-sized car? You know they make chipmunk-sized cars. It's like, yeah, but, like, human stuff is so much better. Like, look at this thing. It's, it's so huge. much cooler. It's and faster. I, right. I did, I did, I had these mods on it. Like, and you look at the pedals, and it's just, like, thousands of cups. <laughs> like, like, stacked up. Stacked up on the pedals. And you just really just excited. So they cross the tracks to the wrong side. Literally, there's a set of railroad tracks, and it says wrong side, and they cross them. Mm -hmm. And they're now in on Main Street. And they're like, yeah, this place is like shady AF. And Chip is like, it doesn't look shady AF. It looks like bakery and uh, movie theater and like, just like regular shit, man. And they're like, oh no, they make it look real wholesome because it's like, the deep seedy underbelly of the cartoon uh, world. Yeah, like that guy's a weapons trafficker. That guy can get you anything you need. That guy is like, like human trafficking or something. Oh, did they go through human trafficking? I don't think they got that deep, but cool. like it was there was definitely a lot of yeah. There was like arms dealing <laughs> for sure. Yeah, like he deals with you know like stolen like watches and whatever contraband yeah. blah blah blah. Yeah. And so they find their cheesemonger, mm-hmm. and the cheesemonger's like a Muppet. And he's like, hey guys, I could get you anything you want. What do you want? You want some cheese? And he's like, yeah, but I'm looking for some real stinky cheese. And like all of a sudden the Muppet, like his eyebrows furrow and he leans up and goes, you're not cops, are you? No. Do we look like cops? I mean, you don't. You really don't look like cops. I mean, Dale kind of looks... At this point, he's wearing, like, a top hat and tails. Oh, yeah, because Dale's like, you got to dress for the part. I am, like, a noble gentleman who has monies. Like, a money gentleman. <laughs> and Chip is like, I'm an insurance salesman, because that's what I am. Like, right, I'm right. Just... Like, I feel like you're, this is not, this is not helping. And he's, like, speaking in a ridiculous accent. Mm-hmm. And so the, the cheese bong is like, all right, come this way. He opens, like, a secret door on the side of the building. There's, like, a tiny door. Tiny door. A little tiny door. So, like, only rodents. Mm -hmm. Well, what's happening is they go down under the cheese shop, and it's like an opium den Mm -hmm. for mice. Yes. Where they can have all the stinkiest, grossest cheese. And the guy's like, all right, what are you into? Like, what's What do you want? You want, like, a lot of float? You want, like... Yeah. (laughs) You want it to, like, really zing in your nose? Like, I I got all kinds of varieties. So... He's like, all right, so I need, he's like, you know, they're, they're out of their depth, you know, mm-hmm. like they're undercover cops that they're don't like, know the oh, lingo. shit. And the, the puppet guy's like, all right, gigs up. What the hell's with you guys for real? He's like, we're just looking for like our friend. Like, what's going on? He said he owed a lot of money to the Valley gang. He's like, all right, you're looking for Sweet Pete. Sweet Pete. 
and he's uh, the guy in charge i can hook up a meeting with you and he's like yeah that'd be great and chip's like i don't know if that's great he's like okay yeah i'll get you guys a meeting with sweet pete it'll it'll be glad to find your friend yeah and the next thing you see is them sitting in the back of a truck zip tied hands Mm -hmm. and chip's like yeah, I don't think this went in how we thought it would. He said, no, it's going to be fine. We're just going to go see Sweet Pete. And, like, I'm sure he'll get this all figured right, out. Right, it was a big misunderstanding. Yeah, and it'll be great. And Chip and, is like, I don't think any of this was a misunderstanding, bro. Yeah. And so they get him out of the back of the truck. And he's like, where are we? And you look over, and there's the cats from Cats fighting Ooh, in the alley. Yeah. Uh, there's, like... 3D rendered like 90s video game people. Yeah. And he's like, oh, we're in the valley, man. We're in the uncanny valley. He's like, what's that? He's like, you know how like there's a period in time where things. Like in the early 2000s. Yeah. Where like things looked okay, but like not good. Yeah. Where the animation style got like really, really, really realistic, but like also like really off. Like. And wrong. Like that's where this is. And so they knock on a door, and Seth Rogen opens the door. Uh, Seth Rogen is like some kind of Viking. He's a dwarf. He's like a Lord of the Rings dwarf. Lord of the Rings dwarf. And he's got like a big beard. He's got a big beard, and he's looking kind of... Like into the middle distance. Yeah, kind of past them and over them. And Chip and Dale are like, is he looking at me? Uh, I'm over here. He's like, yeah, I'm looking right at you. And he's like, oh, because it seems like... You're looking over You're staring my head with your dead eyes. Your Polar <laughs> Express dead eyes. Into nothing. He's like, nah, man, I, I'm looking right at you. Like, my face sees your face. And he, like, gestures. But, like, when he gestures, like, to me, looks at you, he gestures, like, to the middle distance. <laughs> and, I mean, it's, it's a gag on the, like, the Lord of the Rings films where, like, mm-hmm. the dwarves would be in a scene with Ian McKellen. And you, you know, it's Gandalf, who's a full-sized human. Right, who's a tall human. Tall, a lot of human. And they have to do the force perspective shot to make mm-hmm. it look like he's in the same scene as them. Oh, but they're never looking up. And, like, it almost works most of the time. Mm-hmm. But when it fails, your brain picks up on it instantly. Like, okay. it's, it's not good. And mm-hmm. I will say the original Lord of the Rings movie... Because there was a lot more of it. You they, notice it more? No. They did a lot better with it. Oh. Okay. They did a lot better at hiding it and work they really put the effort in mm-hmm. to make it work. They used a lot of good props. Yeah, they really did. In the Hobbit film. Oh, they are fast and loose. Well, the the problem is there's it's all dwarves in a hobbit, most mm-hmm. of the movie. And so all that cast is there together. Yes. And then they just tried to, like, do some CG tricks to make it look like to they were Gandalf talking to real big. Gandalf. Yeah. And it just never... It never landed. Not, it was just not right. It was just not as good. Yeah, early 2000s, guys. Yeah, it was, it was rough. Well, rough. Hobbit was later 2000s. Early 2000s was Lord of the Rings. And I will maintain, go back and watch Lord of the Rings. Most of that shit holds up. Like, they did a lot of practical effects... Where they did, when they went to CG, they did it, like, at distance, and, like... Mm-hmm. It wasn't so shiny. Yeah. You didn't see, like... All the seams. There there was only, like, a couple of fully CG characters. hmm And they really, again, they put the work in to make those look really good. Yeah. It wasn't like The Hobbit where, like, I mean, I also feel like the first movie was, like, almost all practical. 
And then the third movie, you're like, oh, there's like a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, crazy things like Legolas, like doing the skiing down the stairs on the back of a shield. You're like, that was all freaking practical. They actually shot that with Orlando Bloom. Yeah. They did get him a stunt double. He's very expensive. Okay, it may have been a stunt double, but like, yeah. they definitely actually shot that. But yeah, by the... By the Hobbit films, like, there's entire, like, ten-minute sections of the film where That are just CG. That are just CG. And you can tell. And it it The Hobbit, I don't think, has aged as well. CG never ages well. Like, when when are people going to learn? Yeah. That CG never ages well. Like, it's very impressive in the moment. And you're like, wow, that was amazing. And then six months later, you're like, this looks like trash. Yeah. Hmm. I can see the seams. Mm Mm-hmm. And because you just learn, like your eye gets better at picking out. Now, CG animation doesn't have the same. Right. Like, it doesn't hold. Toy Story is still great. Yeah, Toy Story is still fantastic because you fall out of. Because it's a cartoon. It's out of the Uncanny Valley. That's what we're talking about here. It's out of the Uncanny Valley because it's a cartoon. And so your brain's like, cartoon, not not an issue. None of of this is real. It's all fine. Um, but when it's like, hmm, this is supposed to be a human type character called a dwarf, like and a hobbit, like those are close enough to human that I, I expect them to behave a certain way mm-hmm. and they don't. Something is just off. It's no good. So they take them, um, up to, you know, to see Sweet Pete through the factory. And what mm-hmm. it is, is they're, the factory is... Where they get all these, like, crappy merchandise tie-ins. Yes. And process them down and turn them into... Useful stuff. Yeah. More or less. It's like, you remember, they're like, what? Is this your, is this your like, bootleg part? And they're like, no, this is the legitimate part of the business. They're like, do you remember Shrek Body Wash? And they're like, no. no. And you're like, nobody else does either because it was terrible and nobody bought it. But we bought all of it and now we're like... You know, taking it all apart and melting it down and mm. making what were they making? Porta potties. Porta potties. Yeah. And so he's like, This is what we do now. Like, that's mm-hmm. our racket, that's our legitimate business. We make porta potties out of Yeah, out of random uh merchandising. So yay plot. And so he takes him upstairs to the office. And we meet Sweet Pete. Sweet Pete. Who is? Who's Peter Pan? Voiced by? I don't know. Will Arnett. Oh, Will Arnett. Yeah, yeah Will Arnett. And. Um, so. Mm-hmm. In this uh, cartoon universe, cartoons age. Apparently. Uh, because Peter Pan was cast. As a kid. As a kid. Peter Pan, he was top of the world. He was, like, never more happy. It was the happiest day of his life. Uh, and then he thought that he could take his Peter Pan, you know, like, laurels and go and, like, you know, act off Broadway and, like, <laughs> do, you know, but he starts go going to like, Juilliard. <laughs> he gets, like, a peach fuzz mustache and everybody's like, yeah, you're done. Like, yeah, you're done. You're acne. washed up. And he's like, and nobody wanted anything to do with me. So I had to make my own way in this world. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I made some business decisions. And some of them were legit and some of them weren't. It's what it is. Right. Stand by it. I stand by it. I've done what I need to do. He also had to make his own bootleg movie. So mm-hmm. it's like the boy who could fly. 
Right. So he had to, because no one would hire him, uh, he he started bootlegging. Yeah. And then he started recruiting other people to do it, too. Yes. And he's like, and now I'm looking at you two thinking, it's time for a Chip and Dale reboot. And Dale's like, see, I told you. And Chip's like, not what he's saying, dude. Like, right, right. Not cool. And so he's, he brings in his enforcer, who is like a Coca-Cola bear. Yes, Coca-Cola bear. Um, To grab him. But they like escape and end up in the bathroom and flush themselves down the toilet to get out. Mm-hmm. And like Seth Rogen walks in and is like looking not at the toilet. He's like, they went that way and points like at the wall. Mm-hmm. And the, everybody looks where he's pointing and then, like, kind of shakes off and then looks down at the toilet and, like... Yeah. Because it's funny. And they're like, they better not survive. And they're like, I don't think anyone could survive that. Mm-hmm. And so they're in the sewer, like, floating down what is some curiously clean-looking water. Yes. Yes. It's like it, all movies. The sewers are just, like, real fun waterfalls. Mm-hmm. And you're like, eh, it's not. And so they're trying to do... You know, they get up on, like, something that floats. They, mm-hmm. they, they're trying to escape. Eventually, they see, like, a paddle ball, like, hanging down. And so they're able to, like, grab the ball and use that to bounce up. And Dale and Chip are flying through the air. And Chip lands and, like, kind of stands up a little stunned and mm-hmm. looks over and sees Dale face down in the water. Like, like in this, oh, shit. They're, like, in the L.A. River or something. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, no. Dale. Dale, I'm so sorry. Like... Oh, I'm so sorry. Did we talk about how Dale got uh, CGI surgery? Oh, no, we really didn't do that. Okay. So, yeah. So, at some point, uh, between when the Rescue Rangers got canceled and this uh, new meeting, Dale got that uh, that CGI surgery, which makes him look hyper-realistic. Uh, it worked and, for Baloo. And Chip did not. Yeah, it worked for Baloo. Totally revitalized his career, which is what he, which is true. Like the Jungle Book live action. Mm-hmm. So now that that Baloo is the real Baloo, like right. from the see from the animated cartoon. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, so he's hyper realistic. So there's a hyper realistic Dale laying face down, and Chip, who is like two D animated, mm-hmm. is like, oh man, I'm so sorry. Like I should have never been mad at you. Right. I really miss doing it. Like, you were my best friend and my brother. I'm sorry all this, like, last years have been so bad. Like, right, like, all I, should, I wanted to do. I should have been better. And then, like, Dale kind of, like, peeks into frame. Is like, what are you talking about? What are you, what are you talking about? And Chip was like, what the hell? And then they flip over. And it's a double O Dale doll. Mm-hmm. And he's like, they made dolls for this? And Chip, Dale's like, first time seeing one, but that's pretty cool. All right, well, let's go. <laughs> Yeah. Like, let's not talk about what just happened. Let's move on. So, um, they um, they get back and Chip and Dale are talking, and Chip's Dale's like, "By the way, you did notice like Sweet Pete has a fitness tracker, same brand as mine." He's like, "Maybe I should send him a friend request, mm-hmm. and then we could like track his steps and see where he's going." He's like, "I don't think." He's going to fall for that. Okay, well, we got to get more creative then. Maybe we can figure out... Maybe we can steal his fitness tracker mm-hmm. and uh, take it and overlap with, like, all the places he goes versus all the places we know he goes. You know, like, this is his home, this is his whatever, whatever. But, like, if there's a place that we don't have a location for, yeah. or, you know, you map on top of Google Maps and it's a nothing... And he's there all the time. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's his secret uh, 
bootlegging facility. So they call Ellie and they're like, Ellie, we need to get this data. And she's like, yeah, I don't have that kind of clout to pull that data ever since that failed raid at Nickelodeon Studios. Right. That I don't want to talk about. That, te- that terrible tip about Peppa Pig. At Nick Studios. But, um... Maybe we can figure something out. like, well, come over to my garage. I have a whole crime lab set up there. And you're like, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. And it's like a whole Rescue Rangers shrine in his yes. garage. Yes, it is like all of the uh, videos and like. Mm-hmm. Merchandising. Uh, mm-hmm. He has a nearly fully full set of pogs. Pogs. Remember pogs all y'all? I mean, I. Only kind of. Like, I wasn't... Well, I was in, definitely late for that. I wasn't into Pogs, so... My little sister was. Yeah. But, um... And Chip's, like, really surprised. He's like, I didn't think he cared about those. And he, Chip's like... And Dale's like, yeah, of course I did. Like, this was, like, a major part of my life. Right. I, I love this time. And he was like, but, I, you know, I thought you were ready to throw it all away. And he was like, no. Like, I would never throw it away. Like... And they're like, we have all of them on tape. And Ellie's there. And, he's, and Dale's like, so which one's your favorite? And she's like, oh, my gosh, it's so hard to pick. I can't Just, choose. I can't pick one. He's like, and also he's like, and there's this map. It's like how popular we are at our peak at every moment. And Ellie's like, oh, that's amazing. And they're like, wait, didn't you grow up in Albany? And she's like, yeah, yeah. we didn't show in Albany. We didn't have an affiliate there. And she's like. I know, my grandmother used to have to tape all the shows. And then send, send them, them to me. me. Oh my, can you imagine? Grandmas are the best. And, and Chip is like, this is fishy. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, it's so great to be here. And they're like, okay, so what's our plan? They're like, well, we've got a plan. So the plan is Chip and Dale dress up like New York City plumbers, like Mario knockoffs. Yes. And go to, like, this Turkish bath where all the cartoons go. hmm Like, first off. What? What? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of a, like, so I'm not sure of the reputation of Turkish baths. hmm But this place does not seem entirely... On the up and up. On the up and up. There seem to be some particular picadillos being catered to in this establishment. Yes. Yes. Um, because... You know, as they walk through, um, they see, like, uh, Seth Rogen, like... Seth Rogen, uh, Like in a hot character. tub. Uh-huh. They see a snake, like, getting his skin peeled off. Mm-hmm. Like, ew, that's gross. They see, like, a sauna, and there's a legit South Park character in the sauna, just, like, sprawled out. Yeah. I don't remember which one it is, because I, I don't ever really watch you South You didn't really Park. watch South Park. But I recognize yeah. the art style. Yeah. Uh, and then there's, like, Scrooge in a little... Scrooge in money. Money pit. Just like, rolling around. Rolling around and having fun. It does wonders for the hips. Yeah. Um, also, you know, so we're now... Darkwing could make an appearance. Darkwing could make an appearance. But like but he was not around. He yeah. was sir not appearing in this film. Um and so they go up and they're spying on Peter Pan mm-hmm. in costume as as mice. They have like cone noses on. And also I love the fact that they have these really bad New York accents. And, yes. And Chip's like or Dale's like, yeah, this accent totally got me fired by Law and Order. It's like, <laughs> I can see why. <laughs> Terrible accent. But while they're spying on uh, Pete, they have like little cameras in their noses, and mm-hmm. Chip's nose falls off. Yes, and, or Dale's nose falls off. Sorry, and they get cornered by a snake, the yes. one that's getting peeled. And it turns out he's like a DJ. Yes, 
And he's the biggest fan. He has a whole Disney afternoon theme song mm-hmm. remix yes. ready to go and wants them to rap on top of it. And Chip had already made a snide comment about the um, Alvin and the Chipmunks rapping in their yes. like in a fake trailer for their newest film. Right. And he's like, oh, <sighs> rapping. That's when you know you're really washed up is when they want you to rap. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm not going to rap. And then he's like, you have to rap. Okay, fine. And it turns out he's terrible terrible at rapping. Yes. And as they're trying to rap and get away from the situation, this is when Seth Rogen mm-hmm. kind of figured, finds the nose piece and is like, wait a tick. I saw this nose piece on a mouse earlier. Yeah, that's... If I subtract the nose piece from the mouse, it would be a chipmunk. Oh, hold on. Right. He, he really puts two and two together. Right. Uh, but what they're really doing there is they're breaking into Sweet Pete's locker to mm-hmm. get his fitness tracker while he's in the bath. Yes. Because he can't wear his fitness tracker in the bath. And so they grab it and escape just as Seth Rogen like, busts in to talk to the snake and like try to figure out what's going on. And they're away. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we got it. Sweet. And so they're able to get the data back and dump mm-hmm. it or whatever and figure out... Um, it's the San Pedro docks. Right. That's the, that's the place. That's the only place he goes that he doesn't really have business to go. Mm-hmm. And they, they raid this real warehouse and they're starting to look around, like figuring stuff out, like find any evidence of the bootlegging mm-hmm. and also like of the like transformation. Process. Right. This is the transformation process where it's like a big, like like a giant hallway of like an MRI machine. Mhm. Yeah, like it's it's really a crazy like tube device that you like strap a cartoon to one end and it comes out the other end like kind of messed up. Yes. Or as Chip as Dale points out, it's the same machine they used for his 3D surgery. Yes. He's like it doesn't hurt at all. Much. But, you know, that was also like with like highly skilled uh doctors doing it. Mhm. So, also, as they're raiding this warehouse, you look at me and you're like, that putty guy's going to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't know. They're, like, telegraphing that it's Ellie really hard with her, like, not being able to pick a movie or favorite episode. Right, and living in Albany. Albany like, something's up with that. But because but, because when they got there, it was empty. Yeah. Like, it was empty and the coffee was still warm. Like, they were just here. They just We just missed him. Mm-hmm. Like, someone must have tipped him off. Yeah, and, like, Ellie's there with them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, did Ellie tip them off on the way over? Or, like, something else? I don't know. Anyway. It's a bad signal. As they're, invest- as Chip and Dale are investigating the machine, it accidentally turns on. Accidentally. Mm-hmm. And they get stuck in this machine, um, and it's, like, entrapment, where it's, like, all the lasers, and they gotta, like, jump, because... They that, call it Mission Chip Possible. Mission Chip Possible. They're like, we got a Mission Chip Possible, this shit. And they're like, oh, let's do it. So they're like jumping in and out of the lasers. They have like a coordinated dance where they're like jumping and throwing each other. And like, it's wild. Wild that they had this dance Just uh, like in the to back. dance through lasers. Wild that this pattern of lasers fit that dance. Um, and that they remembered that dance for like 20 years. Yeah, I mean, you know. So, so convenient. Uh, they do have a near miss. Uh, one of Chip's ears gets nicked by a laser and turns into like this like floppy, like a goofy Snoopy ear. ear. Yeah. Yeah. And 
when they exit the back of this machine, there's all these plastic bags hanging from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. And one of them has Monty's mustache in it. But, like, like, they're all iconic, like, Tinkerbell's wings and, like, flounders, like... Frill or whatever. Frill or whatever. And you're like, this is fucking dark. Yeah, just parts of all of these cartoon, uh, cartoon heroes. Mm Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh no, Monty's mustache. Mm-hmm. And you see, it kind of zooms out, and Sweet Pete is watching through a security camera. Mm-hmm. He's like, we gotta track these guys down. He's like, oh my gosh, how are you possibly gonna find where these guys are going next? And Sweet Pete's like, I have an idea. And he's, he's pulls like, out I his have phone, my ways. And he just follows him on Instagram. And you see Dale being like, I'm gonna be at such and such Comic Con at such and such day, and this is the location. Right, I hope to see you there, Daleheads. And he's like, uh, all right, fine. Right. Meanwhile, Chip is like, why are you broadcasting, uh, you know, your whereabouts? Like, we're, we're, tr- we're on a case. And he's like, I got to do it for the fans. Like, the, fan, the fans really need it. And they're like, do they, do they really need it? Or so do you, you really need it? And so this is happening at the police station. Mm-hmm. And they're having a whole big argument about how, like, and Dale's like, well, it was always about you. It could be about me for a little bit, too. Like, you were a chip of Chip and Dale's Rescue Ranger. You're always first. Chip, chip, chip. Chip you're and the, Dale. You're the smart one. I'm just, like, the dumb one who gets hit by a wrench and, like... Yeah. Has birds fly around uh, my head. Yeah. And so they're, like, arguing and, like, Rango, the gecko, like, walks mm-hmm. up and is like, can I, can I get some coffee? He's like, yeah, sure. Sorry. Fine. And so they, like, move out of the way. And Chip's like, fine. If it's so important to you, here, have this. And hands him the missing pog. Because he almost had a full set of pogs. Mm -hmm. And we had seen earlier Chip had the missing pogs. And Dale's like, oh, you had this? He's like, yeah, but I don't even want to... I don't want anything... This is the last thing I had. Like, Right, and I don't want want anything to do with this anymore. And Dale's like, well, if that's how you feel, I don't want it either. Like, I'll... You know, I want to get it from somewhere where it means something to somebody. I want to get it from a fan... That appreciates what it was and gives it to me to appreciate. Like, I don't want, like, your... I don't want your cast-off shit. And so, um, they have an argument, and then all of a sudden they're like, sniff, and they're like, wait, do you smell that? And they're like, smells like almonds? Yeah, almond butter and gasoline. And it's the same cologne. It's the Rescue Rangers cologne. Right, when they they are uh, meeting up Monterey Jack, they're like... What what is that? And they're like, oh, I'm wearing the West Ranger's cologne. And he's like, yeah, it smells like almond butter and gasoline. I think you're the only one, buddy. <laughs> like- yeah. And so they follow the smell and they trace the smell to an office where Ellie is mm-hmm. standing. And they're like, I fucking knew it. And I was like, haha, vindication. Ellie's the bad guy. Yes. Um, and they're like, it's got to be Ellie. She's she's in on this. Um we got to take this higher because like obviously the cops are involved we can't go to the cops for help we got to go higher mm-hmm. we got it and dale's like i know somebody and so they go to the convention and meet up with ugly sonic they go to the convention meet up with ugly sonic he's fbi connection you know, yeah and they're like hey ugly sonic you got this fbi connection so he's like yeah man totally, I totally do. do there's a thing that i told you that i had that i can use that i totally can do that and they're like you can't do that can you and he's like sure so um Peter Pan and crew show up and they're starting to head their way and Chip and Dale's father are like, oh fuck, gotta go. Mm-hmm. And so they start running through. Um, there's Paul Rudd and he's got... Oh my god, Paul Rudd! He's got a cameo and he talks about the original concept for Ant-Man wasn't 
A-N-T man, but A-U-N-T man. Yes. Who was just a man who was really good with ants, like right. older ladies. Right, who was like very cool to your aunties. And like this whole, like the whole thing is just... It's hilarious. Per, it's peak Rudd. It's so good. So good. It's Paul Rudd being just goofy enough about being Paul Rudd that mm-hmm. it's beautiful. He's like, because I'm charming. And yeah. I was like, I mean, you are charming, Paul he, Rudd. My he, aunts would adore you. Yes. If you brought Paul Rudd to a family reunion, he would be at the table with all the aunties. Right. This is my friend Paul. Doing some close-up magic. (laughs) Telling some good jokes. magic. Do some good jokes. He'd have a fun time. And then he'd leave and everybody would be like, oh, that little, that young man was so fun. Right. And you're like, that man is 60. Yeah. But cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. He's older than half of you. But But yes. Yes, I I know what you mean. Uh Uh-huh. And so... They end up hiding under a table with Skeletor and He-Man signing autographs. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so they, they show under the table and you see He-Man's fuzzy boots and then they like do a cross and you see Skeletor's fuzzy boots. And I looked at you, I'm like, that's He-Man and Skeletor. I recognize, I recognize, I recognize their, their boots. boots anywhere. And then they show the top and it's the two of them talking. Mm-hmm. I told ya! Um, and then they take off running and they're like, we need to like disguise ourselves. And... They go around a corner and, like, Chip yanks something off the rack and Dale. And it's, yeah, it's a Indiana Jones outfit. And he just looks like Chip from from the Rescue Rangers. Dale Rescue Rangers. And somehow Dale got a Magnum P.I. shirt. Right. Right. And so he looks looks like like Dale Dale from the Rescue Rangers. I'm like, so funny little joke. Mm -hmm. Tom Selleck. Yes. Magnum P.I. Yes. Was supposed to be the original Indiana Jones. Oh. Yeah, there's actually screen tests that out there. That would be a really interesting Indiana Jones. But um, but Magnum P.I., he right. got that instead. He was busy. And he, he's like, I have to choose. I'm going to, you know, one a one-off movie mm-hmm. or a possibly syndicated TV show. Right. There's, I think he probably made the right decision. I think he didn't make the wrong decision. Yeah. I, I don't weep for him. He's fine. Right. And so at a last minute panic they had to find a replacement indie and george lucas was like i know a guy i know a guy he's not doing anything he's, he, ne- he never does anything without me he's he's you know he, he used to, he used to be my weed dealer um don't slander me that shit's real <laughs> um uh, i don't know if he's george's but mm-hmm. anyway anyway so he, he brought in harrison ford and the rest of they say is history but that means that Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers costumes were both based on a Tom Selleck concept, and that much has been confirmed. Interesting. Which is weird. Anyway, so there's that. Mm-hmm. Um, so they run out. Um, Chip ends up, or Dale ends up getting captured by Seth Rogen as the, the dwarf, and Chip has to rescue him. They're like mm-hmm. up on uh, scaffolding like and all this stuff. And that ends up failing because Seth Rogen is a dwarf and weighs, like, a lot. Right, right. But Way and, more than a chipmunk. Yeah, and Chip and Dale are able to escape. He lands on the floor and knocks himself silly. And as he opens his eyes, like... The cartoon birds? Yeah, well, no. Um, Pumbaa reaches... Yeah, you know, like, the CG Pumbaa reaches mm-hmm. over and, like, Hey, man, are you okay? And then it's um, the Mantis from Kung Fu Panda. He's like, yeah, are you... You took a real fall there. And then it's Bob from um, it, uh, um, Megamind. He, or no, from Monsters vs. Aliens. Okay, Bob from Monsters vs. Aliens. Yeah. The uh, Mantis from the Kung Fu Panda movies. What was the other guy? Uh, the 
Puma from, from the live, live action. action. Um, he was the voice of live action Puma? He was. Oh boy. He was one of like two white people in that whole movie. The other one was John Oliver, which I feel like counts for three. Yes. But <laughs> Yes. Okay, okay. But it was so, all but it was all his voice. Yeah, it was all different voices of him, like checking like, it on himself. Okay, man? I was like, first off, well played. Well like played. second off, that's some impressive studio cross collaboration right there. Right. They're like everybody who has a Seth Rogen contract. Yeah, I'm gonna need that. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, Disney owns all of them anyway. I right. think at this point, it makes crossovers easy. Yeah, it does. When you when you are basically the evil empire, you can move your properties between your arms pretty good. Yes. But anyway, um, also like the coke bear is there running through, and as he's running through, he sees. Baloo mm-hmm. and totally fanboys out. He's like, oh my god, Baloo! You're the reason I got into acting. Oh my gosh, it's <laughs> such an honor to meet you. <laughs> right. Like, will you sign my Coke bottle? Yeah. And Baloo's like, yeah, sure, kid. No worries. And um the Chippendale get in an elevator and they're getting ready to head up. And Seth Rogan gets himself together. He's almost there. Uh, but Lumiere like blow torches and stops him, and he's like, What the heck? And he's like, Come on, punk, try me. And Tigra's there, and she's like, yeah, no. Like, right, all, all his D-strings have to stick together. And, like, she's calling 911 to get the cops. And so they're like, yeah, I got it. And then Chip gets snagged by the coke bear and, like, da, da, put in da, a bag. Da. And Dale, like, is running and then, like, looks back and he's gone. He's like, oh, no. Oh, shit. And so they're all like, oh, no, what's going on? We, I got to go get my buddy. And at mm-hmm. that moment... You like see Steckler, like kind of getting her shit together and like running off mm-hmm. with with the with Detective Gumby there or Putty. Yeah. And you're like, okay, like the the game is afoot. Here's mm-hmm. the here's the final act, right? Yes. So, so the bad guys have Chip. And you know, Sweet Pete's there. Chip's there. They're mm-hmm. gonna do the thing when Steckler breaks in. And is like, yeah, you know, we're here to stop you. And then, like, Captain Putty walks in. He's like, yeah. Yeah, no, we're not, man. We're not stopping anything. Like, no. Right. At first, (sighs) when you approached me to be evil, I was like, no, man, that's, like, way too obvious. But then I was like, I really like money, so let's do it. Yeah, let's do this shit. And I'm like, ah, Lisa won. It was J.K. Simmons. It was J.K. Simmons. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just a greedy little smurf who wants money. And because he's blue. So, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, I even went so far as to calling in that Peppa Pig tip, tip, tip to Nick Studios that made Steckler doubt herself. She's like, oh, that was you, you bastard. Like, yes. it's fucking on. I've been going through therapy for years about that shit. Like, I got some, I got some hostilities I need to work out. And so she ends up having to call Dale. Mm-hmm. Or Dale calls her, and she's like, yeah, so this is where we are, but, like, you need to come alone. Like, just come, and we'll we'll rescue Chip together. And Dale's like, mm, this seems... Seems shady. Um, And she's like, by the way, my favorite... My favorite episode... Is when you fish upon a star. When you fish upon a star. And it was like... But you can't you can't tell him to come alone. He'll come right into the trap. Like uh, Chip was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I gave him a secret code." He'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. And Chip's like, 
the hell he will. <laughs> the hell he will. And so you see Chip or Dale back in the thing. He's like, Boonie Fish, you want a star? That was episode whatever. And there was this thing, and this so-and-so was a guest star. And like... And, so, and he watches it. You see him, like, watch part of it. And then, like, he does, like, this whole stream of consciousness, like, two-minute rant. And he's like, so, therefore, Captain Putty is the villain. They're holding them at the the docks, and they're going to um, bootleg Chip and make him do movies. Yeah, and it was, like, very and convoluted. It was like, fish, <laughs> rhyme with wish. With rhyme with like, yeah, it was wild. It was like, yeah, it was like it made absolutely no fucking sense. But he got to the whole plot, like he, at the end. But of he it. got there, and so he's like, "All right, I gotta go get gadget. I need help." Mm-hmm. So he goes and gets her, and there's like so many like freaky kids, and he's like, "Gadget, I need your help." And she's like, "I thought you'd never ask. Like, let's roll." And she has like the the plane that used to like it was like, like the bottle plane, the bottle plane that had like the kind of hot dog shaped balloon mm-hmm. at the top, yeah. the lift. She's got it ready to go. Like yeah, she just, just in her grudge, gassed and gassed and ready. And zippers there is like, oh yeah, let's do this shit. Like, let's do it. Um, while they're flying out, mm-hmm. um, Chip's agent call or Dale's agent calls. Yeah, calls him. And it turns out his agent is uh, Chris Parnell, who's also in this movie. Good for him. Always, le- I'm always glad to see Chris Parnell getting work. Yes, he seems like he would be kind of a fun guy to have a beer with. Yeah, I think. Anyway, um, and Chip is in the thing. You know, he's getting ready to get CG'd. He's getting ready to. Right, right. Uh, and the agent calls Dale and is like, Dale, you're, like, really trending on Twitter. Like, maybe we can, like, do something about this. Like, like, not now. He's like, you haven't called me in, like, ten fucking years, man. Like. Yeah. Like, I'm beginning to think you're not a very good agent. He's like, I'm not. But. But I'm yours, so let's do this. I still got a 10% cut of anything that happens. So, mm-hmm. like, let's get this shit done. He's like, later. So, um, Dale and. Gadget and Zipper pulling up to the docks where Chip's about to get his surgery. Yes. And Dale's like, there's an exhaust vent. Like, aim me at that and, like, tie me to this bottle rocket and, like, shoot me and I'll fly in through the vent. I'll go down and, like, surprise him and get Chip out of there. And they're like, uh, I'm not really sure the math checks out on that. He's like, it'll be fine. Nothing bad ever happens to me. That's the whole point. She's like, okay, fine. I have plot armor. They light him, he flies towards the vent, and then, like, drops and ends up going in through a window, bouncing around a couple of times. It was it was not the ideal uh, landing, but it wasn't terrible. Yeah, but ends up, the rocket breaks the editing machine, and things explode, and, mm-hmm. like... And it causes a scene. He is not uh, the element of surprise. Yeah. And so, Ellie's able to escape, Chip's able to escape, Dale, they all meet up together, and Ellie's like, I'm so glad you figured out my clue, because, like, in When You Wish Upon a Star, they get double-crossed by the person they're supposed to trust. And I'm Just like we were double-crossed, double-crossed by Putty. And Dale's like, yeah, totally. totally, exactly that. Let's run and not talk about that part again. Right, and Chip's like, you had a totally different thing, didn't you? And he's like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. So, the, mo- the machine is starting to go, like, bonkers. And the problem is, Sweet Pete has been stuck under some debris, mm-hmm. and so the machine just, like, goes ham on him. And when he stands up, he has been transformed. He's like a giant orc. Yeah. He's, like, got a cat head 
Right. He's got like, like a robot ro- legs. Robot legs. Maybe only one robot leg. I think there's a tentacle involved somewhere. Yeah, it's wild. He's got like a gun. He's got like a big chest, like superhero, like armor piece going on. Right. He's got like like Bucky Barnes's like, like robot arm, arm. Yeah. But like permanently attached to a gun. Yeah. Like it's all like. But like cat face. Like the character design is pretty awesome. And mm-hmm. like not specific, but also kind of. Like, there are I, parts. There are parts you recognize. You, I kind of recognize that part, but not quite, because it's the bootleg machine. Mm-hmm. So it did all the bootlegging at once. All the random stuff. And so he's like, oh, it's on. Like, Yeah, so now he's the big bad. They're mm, going to fight. And they run out. And as they run out, they run into the back of the bootleg studio. Mm-hmm. And there's like all these like little bootleg actors and bootleg like sets and stuff, and they're filming. I think Aladdin. Right, they're filming Aladdin. Yeah. Oh, uh, which is like. Uh, or they they're in like a, the Lucky Prince. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're in. Uh, they they're like in Winnie the Pooh first, and he's like, "What? This is all wrong. This is not okay." Yeah. There's a Simpsons. But, like, the Simpsons look like the original, like... The original Tracy, Tracy Ullman. Ullman show Simpsons, yes. Yeah, and it's, like, just unsettling. Uh, and then then they're on Aladdin, and, like, Pete is playing the bad guy. And I'm like, I feel like Pete just would do this. But, right, why not? Uh, why not? Um, they and, fly the flying carpet. Yeah. They escape on the flying carpet. And so then we have an Ellie and Detective Putty fight. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty brutal. And also, um, there's a lot of references to Terminator 2. So many references to the Terminator movies. Because Putty is... Putty. He's he's Putty. He's literally uh, amorphous goo. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, the bad guy from Terminator 2. Right, he slides under the door and then reconstitutes himself. Like, he just kind of, like, stands up. Like, at one point he gets, like, hit with something and, like, kind of absorbs it. And then, like, it's... Like it's pretty great. It's pretty great. Like there is no way any of my kids have seen any parts of Terminator Two yet. I think Terminator Two is the only Terminator movie I've seen. It's the best one. Yeah, I think I can say that Terminator One's pretty good, mm-hmm. but Terminator Two is definitely the best of the Terminators. Yeah, I don't think there's much disagreement on that. So good for you. And at the end, uh, Ellie ends up like freezing Putty mm-hmm. with like liquid nitrogen or something and then shattering him right and then also like doing like a terrible pun about it yeah which is what happens in terminator 2 right they freeze him and then right yeah stabbing you cold yep (laughs) so chip and dale meanwhile they're figuring out how to escape uh and chip gets hit in the head and they're like oh that's what we need and so like he's like dale chip or Dale, hit me in the head. And Dale's like, that, I'm the guy that gets hit in the head. He's like, I know, just just this once. Just, just just make it happen. And so Dale hits him in the head, and you see, like, like there's, like, a fast edit, and it's all the way across town, and these birds are like, what? Like, his beeper's going off. He's like, really? Right now, and the, uh, the other bird is like, honey, go back to bed. He's like, I have to. It's work. And he's like, they're not paying you enough. They don't treat you well. I mean, I haven't had to do this in years, man. Like, I've just been on call for, like, the last 20 years. I gotta do this thing. She's like, fine. And so, finally, at the last minute... Well, and they like, they, like, oh, it didn't work. You hit me. That didn't work. No, I hit you. So, they ended up hitting each other, like, three or four times. And Chip is like, oh, my God, this fucking hurts. We did this to you all day, every day, for three years? Like, He's, And Dale's like, yeah, I it. fucking know. 
wow, we won't do that again. But at last the birds just arrive and they distract the cat head enough mm-hmm. um, that Chip and Dale are able to escape and they're almost escaped and the cat like takes its arm and shoots mm-hmm. and there's a bullet headed right for Chip. Right for Chip. But then Dale jumps in front of the bullet and is like, no! And it hits Dale. Dale's down. And Chip is just freaking out. But, like, no one's coming to help at all. Like, they're mm-hmm. all just, like, trying to wrestle the cat down. And Chip's like, listen, man, you got to come back. Remember that day? In, you always tell the story about that day in elementary where, like, I reached out to you and changed your life. But you didn't know. I didn't have any friends at that fucking school. And everybody thought I was weird, too. You you were saving my life, too. Right, right. Like, I had a whole conversation with my mom about, like, how I didn't want to go to school anymore because I didn't have any friends. And... And then Chip, you know, he's like, I have, I'm so sorry, I should have told you sooner. And Dale walks up and goes, I mean, yeah, you probably should have, but it's fine. And Dale's like, Chip's like, what the hell? He's like, oh, I picked up that pog. He totally shot the pog, deflected the bullet. It right. saved I, 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 could, I couldn't leave it. Like, it's a it's, a, pog. it's such a good pog. It completes the set. And then they're like, wait, the bootlegs were filmed here, right? Yeah, so the bootleg characters have to be around here somewhere right right they didn't ship them overseas they did it all right here and so they find a storage container open it up and all these like freaky looking messed up cartoons like run out. zombies walk and, out and then monty's the last one out he's like boys thanks and he's got dumbo ears he doesn't have his mustache yeah and they're like uh he's like i know they messed me up but it's still me on the inside and it's good to see you guys and so they put all the cartoons back through. Well, so then the Gadget, machine. Gadget, and Zipper land, and it's the five of them together, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Oh, look at us, we're together." Now he's like, oh. "I am losing my mind. I'm losing my mind right now." Like you guys, oh my gosh, this is so great. And she also turns over Putty mm-hmm. to the FBI. Oh, I forgot to mention, Sonic showed up. Ugly Sonic shows showed up, up at the, the nick of time with the FBI with, like, a helicopter, and he's like, yeah, fuck yes, it's Ugly Sonic with the FBI. Told you guys I wasn't making this shit up. Yeah. And so she... Like, oh my god, Ugly Sonic not making shit up. So Ellie literally just hands Putty over in a, like, evidence bag and is like, yeah. Here you go, man. Here's here's him. Um, And Chip and Dale are like, oh, Ellie, here's the team, like, everything's cool. And they all, like, laugh at a terrible joke like they always did at the end of every episode. For too long. For too, For too long. long. And Ellie's like, oh my gosh, how long does this last? And like, oh, it is too long. So long. It's so bad. At least another minute. And at the end, there's, like, a voiceover. Chip and Dale got back together and they're officially friends. And now there's going to be a whole reboot. Like. Like a real one. And Chip's going to be in it. And he's like, no, no, no. No, we don't need that. It's like, oh, come on. It'll be so fun. We'll get like a pop star to like remake the uh, song. And they're like, even though everyone just wants to hear the original song, they're like, yeah. It'll be like super moody and emo and shit. And they're Mm -hmm. like, why do they always have to do that? I don't know. And it fades and the credit music comes up. And it's a super moody emo version of... Of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I wouldn't say it's emo, but it's definitely like pop. It's like, yeah. It's definitely pop rendition. Okay, uh, main beef with this pop rendition of Chippendale Rescue Rangers, it doesn't sing the second verse. Um, other, um, bad part about it, it's not by uh, Lonely Planet. Not by Lonely Planet. Yeah, that would have been. 
Not Lonely Planet. No, Lonely no, Island. Island. Lonely Island. Lonely Planet. Isn't that like a travel guide? Yes. Okay. So Lonely Island uh, would be... Um, yes. Dale. The voice of Dale. Is Andy Samberg. Is Andy Samberg. So it's his band. And Chris Parnell's in it, too. Chris Parnell is in... Occasionally. Okay. He makes cameos. Okay. I was like, I didn't think he's like in it. He's in the music videos, at least. It, okay. <laughs> so why not? Sherman. Um... But then, uh, but it is Post Malone, in case you were wondering. Post Malone. I'm I'm not even kidding. Yeah, okay, so my main beef is that they didn't sing the second verse. So the first verse is about how, uh, like, once they're involved, somehow whatever's wrong gets solved. But the second verse is they'll take the clues and find the where's and why's and who's. And they didn't sing that part. No, they did not. And it's my favorite part. It was a good one. And they didn't sing it. And we got a little montage, and then they're like back at a convention, and Chip and Dale are together, and Darkwing Duck is in this movie heckling them at the very end. <laughs> For like a second. For like half a second. And I was like, yeah, Because right, now? now they're together at the like Comic Cons. And like game. everybody's all into them. And like, right, they're like, oh, Chip and Dale. Pulls way more cred than either could separately. Than either Chip or Dale. Which is fair. Yeah. I would... I, I would. remember seeing, like, just Chip at, like, Disney, and I was like, what? Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, that's not even... Nobody cares thing. about you. So. So, what did we learn from this movie? That... Hmm. Uh, friendship is often worth restoring. Hmm. That's a good one. My 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 education was nostalgia can be packed, pumped for money. This thing is a nostalgia button to 11. Like, every scene is like, let's turn up that nostalgia. Like, it's wild. Just like, is this, you know, is this, every prop, every, uh, all, all, this, all the all stuff the walking in the background. Bits. Yes. Like, is this enough nostalgia to hit the dopamine button? No. How about now? How about now? How about now? And it is. It is often fine. I... My dopamine is attached to nostalgia, and I uh, I admit that. Yes, yes, it's also attached to your wallet, and so mm-hmm. they they know where their bread is buttered. I I uh yeah, I'll pay money for dopamine. I mean, if you can't make your own store bought, it's fine. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm it's it's I'm making my own, but I just need <laughs> you need you need a little more. A little more. I need I, I need uh, some stimulus, yes. and uh, that's where that's where the wallet comes in. So. There you go. But yeah, this was an enjoyable movie. It really was. And I did, I I at first was like going to like half pay attention and drink and paint my nails, but then I was like, oh shit, I need to pay attention to this movie. So one of the things great. one of the praises I have for Top Gun mm-hmm. is that it understood the assignment. Yes. That it knew what kind of movie it needed to be. It understood the beats it needed to hit. It knew the you know, knew the things it needed to do. It, it had to have Kenny Loggins. It had to have... Right. It had to have a shirtless sports ball at sunset yeah. on a beach montage. It needed to have Tom Cruise smiling into the distance wearing reflective aviators. Right. Like, All these things are important. That They had to do these things, right? Mm-hmm. This one had to have the money shot of all five of them laughing at the end. It had yes. to have Chip and Dale getting into some hijinks and some slapstick. It had to work in Dale getting hit over the head and seeing birds. Right. Like, it 
hit all of those beats, it the big bad guy mm-hmm. had to be a cat. Yes. You know, yes. that was for the, always... For the bird thing to work. Yeah, for the bird thing to work. And also, just always in the rescue rangers, there was always a cat. And so, even though, like, you kind of went down different roads, all of a sudden you're like, nope, we're back. Like, we, we got where we needed to be at the end. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really clever at how it got there without... Without being too, uh... Down the middle. Like, too, down, too predictable. Yeah. Too it, just, was still, it was a fun movie to watch. Yeah, it wasn't by the numbers, but it definitely, like, you're like, oh, that's how they got here. Nice. Really clever. That was a clever tie-in. Good job. Well done, everybody. Yeah. Like, and when, when they're beating each other over the heads with pipes to try to get the birds to come, I was like, oh, like, yeah, because, you know, Sweet Pea got turned into, like, a cat monster. Yes. Like... Okay, but like, like fat when, cat who was their main like yeah their main villain villain. But when he gets turned into a cat at the beginning, that wasn't where my mind went. Like I didn't see it coming until yes. it, it hit me, and I was like, "Good job, good job getting like giving me the time to figure it out like in real time with the character." Yes, and yes. not too early where I'm like, "This character is a dumbass." And not too late, where I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And, like, even the telegraphing of the double cross, but, like, not really, but maybe, and is Mm -hmm. it Ellie, is it Putty? You obviously figured it out, but even, like, you figured it out and were doubting yourself at one point. I thought I figured it out it was Ellie and was doubting it at other points. Like, we were both... Like, maybe not, I don't know. I think we were, like, 60-40 sure, both of us, at different points. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, like, they did a decent job. Good job. Good job. Chippendale Rescue Rangers, the movie. Yes. We salute you. And on that note. Please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.